Welcome to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. I thank you so much for joining us here on the program. A little different look for me. No hat today because I'm wearing a set of headphones because I'm using my laptop today uh, for this particular interview because I'm in a remote location, uh, which is kind of nice to do every once in a while, change it up a little bit. But uh, what is also nice is to have returning guests to our program. And uh, Wajid, actually, he goes by... uh, um, Abdul Wajid Hussain Hussein Khan. Welcome back, Wajid. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Richard. Great to be back on your show. I think I got all of that correct this time as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have an interesting subject that we're going to talk about, and maybe a lot of folks uh, are, are going to... Um, uh, we do not intend... Uh, any uh, offense by any means, but just want to talk about this because I think it's important. Um, I will tell you that when I was working for the Christian radio station, I spent five years grappling with this concept, and I finally was able to make peace with it in my own mind. And I say this concept, this aspect of the philosophy of Christianity, having to do with the devil. We're talking today about um, there, and, and again, the devil goes by many different names. We're going to talk about how Satan is dead. Perspectives from uh, Wajid's uh, uh, tw- uh, December 2021 podcast, and um, uh, it's very interesting how many people do believe. And one of the things that I found fascinating in a conversation once with someone was whatever it is that you are looking for, you will find it. If you're looking for the devil, you will find it. If you're looking for God, you will find it. And I thought, well, if in fact there was a literal devil, uh, I'm not going to look. I'm going to look for God. I'm going to look for love. I'm going to look for good. And uh, the Jews have a perspective as well from the Old Testament. And this comes from conversations that I've had with rabbis who have said that uh, those references to the uh, Satan, the devil, in, in, in spite of the fact that you will see references to Lucifer, uh, the archangel who was cast out of heaven, uh, the devil, if you will, or Satan is nothing more than the lower based nature of man. So let me put this question to you to start things off. Is Satan dead? How do we know this? Is it all circumstantial evidence or do we have a corpse? Uh, We don't have a a corpse per se because um, the the battle between good and evil actually occurred on a realm that's uh, not, it's not, it's, it wasn't, it actually didn't occur on the physical realm. It it occurred um, uh, according to my yogi. Uh, master dr george king occurred on a lower uh, astral realm Uh, as a a yogi master he was able to project physically from his body people talk talk about conscious astral projection um and he was he 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 was able to reveal uh, one thing that your listeners need to understand is first of all you know um whatever i'm gonna say keep an open mind and also the truth is stranger than fiction in in the past 
in our history, many people have come forward with the truth and were condemned as heretics, were imprisoned, were beheaded, and it caused a lot of uh, uh, strife. And um, it was only years later that these what these people said, uh, some people said, you know, um, years ago that the earth was not flat, was, was indeed uh, round, and were called heretics and uh, other astronomers came forward when the uh, when the church was in power and said that no the sun we don't the sun does not revolve around the earth uh, the earth revolves around the sun and you know things like that would have would, would have put people into jail and death and and so my yogi master uh, you know said that truth is uh, greater better you know, even more astounding than fiction. And one thing that he always stood for, which actually made him very, very unpopular while, while he was alive, he passed away in 1997, by the way, in, in Santa Barbara. Um, hmm. And he, he said that, um, you know, he, he always took a solemn oath before he went in, uh, on a podium because he said, if you want to know the truth, you have to speak the truth. And so he said things that made made him very unpopular, and um, in in regards to Satan, uh, when he when he made these revelations at that time, uh, people, you know, it. I I for one was raised in an orthodox environment. Um, many people are, and we're we're you know, and then of course we're controlled by media. We're controlled by many many situations. So when something like this is thrown at somebody, it causes a tremendous stir in the, in the uh, conscious mind. And people either reject it blatantly, outright, or part of them uh, wants to know more. And so, you know, in regards to your listeners, I think you're, they're probably very open-minded and they probably want to know more. But uh, he, did, he did say that, uh, that Satan was actually... Uh, destroyed on February the 24th, 1969. And uh, his, his organization, the Ethereum Society, is probably one of the, probably the, one of the only organizations that can openly say with conviction that Satan is dead. So uh, first of all, where, where is the, uh, can we uh, use this? Where is the empirical, documentation if you will or maybe more precise what happened and where on that day in 1969 that uh, led uh, uh, dr king to make that statement well what we have to understand first of all is um people believe that you know if they do good things they're going to go to heaven or, you know, uh, if they do bad things, they're going to go to hell. Um, that seems to be the general uh, purpose. Some people don't believe that there is uh, evil. They just think that uh, good will always uh, prevail over evil. It, it will in the end, but, but evil under the law of karma is still allowed to operate. And in this case, Satan was allowed to operate for a certain time till uh, the karmic law reached up to him. And if you look at our history, there's been many dictators, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, Pol Pot, you name them, Napoleon, Julius Caesar, 
they, they were allowed up to a certain time uh, to stay in power and cause mayhem. But in the end, again, uh, evolution or the law, uh, you know, uh, had to uh, act so that uh, in a way they were kind of uh, put, you know, they had to be uh, kind of defeated or the empires eventually went down because nothing that, that is risen by force or dictatorship or possession um, can, you know, evolution is all, we're all going back to the same source. And so that nothing can stop that. It can hold it back, but you can't stop uh, this progress uh, of evolving back. Now, in re reference to your other question that you had about um, that, you know, the, the devil exists within us, uh, I, I, or, 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 you know, were influenced by that. Um, that's, that's another different uh, subject in itself because mm -hmm. um, I strongly believe that we do have a lower self and we do have a higher self. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and our lower self tries as much as possible when we try to evolve, when we try to spiritualize, when we try to do good, to kind of bring us down, keep us under control. And it's like those old cartoons, you know, where they had the devil on, on the left shoulder and the angel on the right shoulder, and mm -hmm. the devil is speaking, you know, uh, things, uh, and the angel is speaking. So, again, you know, um, the American Indians had, had a similar uh, saying where they said that there's two wolves that reside inside you. One is uh, hate, hateful, murderous, evil, and the other one is benign, spiritual, and uh you know good and and so the question was well you know which which uh which wolf is in you and and the answer was the one that you feed mm -hmm. so it's up to us uh to discriminate it's up to us to control our thoughts it's up to us um to use our intuition and and not take actions which will uh, incur a karmic debt which will cause you know an action reaction whatever we're allowed with our free will to do whatever we want and, you know, whatever we do comes back to us. Now, in the case of Satan, uh, he's, you know, it was karmically, it was his time to be transmuted. And um, according to Dr. King, uh, three, three specially trained uh, spiritual masters were introduced uh, to Earth, uh, known as the three adepts, uh, who were actually in physical bodies. And these, these masters uh, were assigned espe uh, especially to take care of these uh, evil centers in the lower astral realms. And what Dr. King said, the, seven, the six levels above us and four levels below us are called the lower astral realms. And so uh, 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 it wasn't actually, uh, I mean, February the 24th, 1969 was the accumulation of, of the mission, which actually started uh, I believe October the 26th, 1967 uh, 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 um, mm -hmm. and, 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 and accumulated. So it was an operation called Operation Calm Light where these uh, interplanetary masters, highly spiritually evolved masters, uh, had been assigned uh, to, to do battle uh, with the forces of darkness in these lower astral realms. And... Um, in, in in regards to a dossier, in, in regards to information uh, regarding this and uh, this battle, um, the uh, Dr. King did publish a book 
uh, it was called The Three Saviors Are Here, and it's available on Amazon. So if people want to learn more about who these mysterious uh, interplanetary masters were, uh, they can read that book and it will be it'll give them more insight on actually what took place uh, on that fateful day. Well, it's a very interesting conversation, to say the very least. And are we talking about uh, the one individual, or I'll, I'll use the word character, that is um, referred to in the Old Testament of the Bible as Lucifer, who was uh, the son of the morning, as I think translated, who was one of the archangels, one of uh, one of um, God's, so to speak, right-hand men who said, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I want to live my own way. Uh, is this the same person, personage, if you will, that we're talking about? Well, you know, um, I believe that that aspect of the Bible um, is, uh, is interesting. I believe uh, that we're all, we all were gods at one time. And uh, I believe that we regressed. I believe that we were part of high civilizations at one time uh, where we were a lot more spiritual and scientific in many ways, and we've regressed. Uh, in regards to Satan, uh, um, uh, what Dr. King said is that we actually built this monster uh, because uh, the, way, the way the demonic forces work in these lower astral realms is that they, they don't need uh, food and air like we do on the physical realm, they actually feed on the energies of, of, of suffering, of the suffering of mankind. And what, what Dr. King said is all these wars, uh, this chaos uh, that's occurred over, the, over, forget the centuries, over thousands, even millions of years, has been specially designed. Um, people like Hitler and all the other people were actually pawns of these demonic forces, especially designed to create a lot of suffering. And these energies of suffering is what these demonic forces feed on that gives them power and also gives them power uh, if, if people go to war and are suddenly killed to actually um, take control of these souls when they go into these lower astral realms. So this was something which, again, has not been revealed for centuries. It was only... Uh, revealed recently uh, through the information that my master got uh, from the higher beings. Would you say that, um, uh, could this be a proper analogy that um, we as human beings, are we puppets on a string being manipulated by forces we don't understand? Uh, we, we always have been. And, uh, and I was going to say we always will, but I, I'm going to halt there because right now, these are very critical times upon earth. Uh, there is a tremendous uh, spiritual awakening. There's a, there's a rise in vibration, uh, astrologically speaking, because of the uh, dawn of the Aquarian age. Uh, and also people, I'm sure your listeners know that our planet earth, the mother earth is a living, breathing goddess, not just a piece of rock. And she has held herself for millions of years of limitation, and she has been at, has been told now by by higher beings. I guess we can refer to them as, as the lords of karma to raise her vibrations. So these things are are occurring. So for centuries we have been molded uh, through through orthodox conditioning, through the media, uh, through the politics 
and the dictators. Um, yes, uh, we are. We have been like clay, and most people have gone to war uh, based on uh, an ideology, thinking that they were doing some good when, in reality, uh, they were just pawns to the system. I totally agree with you with that, Richard. So, if that's the case, um, then where does uh, where does the balancing act between our supposed free will and predestination come in? Well, considering the situation of the world right now, I think we're predestined for probably another nuclear holocaust. I mean, we've got a war right now brewing between the Ukraine and Russia, which could actually lead to the World War Three if people are not careful. And so um, it's important uh, that people realize that uh, thousands of years ago, um, when we destroyed uh, other civilizations, we had our free will. And so in regards to free will, yeah, we are allowed to do uh, whatever we want and look what it's taken us today. Mm. You know, our mm -hmm. free will has, has, has created this political madness, uh, this military uh, dictatorships in various countries, pollution, hatred between races and religions. Uh, this is a direct result of our free will. Uh, had we on a collective controlled our free will and listened to the higher beings, beings like Jesus and Buddha, Patanjali, Krishna, Lao Tse, had we listened to these great spiritual masters, uh, life on this planet would be a lot more different. So in regards to this quickening of vibration, uh, um, I think right now we're being bombarded by inspiration, by light, by higher beings who are sending us light. And it's a great time to be alive on planet Earth right now because we all we have to do is tune into this energy, this spiritual energy of love uh, that comes from the cosmos, primarily from the sun, this pranic energy, the same pranic energy that the Master Jesus used to you know, heal the sick and cure the blind. It's that same energy, nothing different. And so the call of action today in these very, very precarious, critical times is, is to, again, raise up and not allow a monster like Satan uh, to rise again, which he won't be able to, because what Dr. King says during this last battle, that his um, consciousness was actually split into 15,000 different pieces because he said that if Satan was killed and reincarnated back onto earth he said on in, in just as 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 satan he said by the age of 15 with his mind power he would have con completely controlled this planet that's how powerful this this being was and and don't you you know don't walk away with the idea that satan you know depicted in in recent history as a, a you know as a as a you know, a, a, a horned hooved uh individual with a pitchfork um he was a very very uh, cunning um black magician who had a tremendous power not only in the black hearts but also dr king mentioned that uh, technology in these lower astral realms are 200 years uh, uh more advanced so he he had access to armies uh laser weaponries atomic uh and spore and um micro uh, uh 
bio, bi biological uh, weaponry, which was very advanced. And again, if people read the book, they'll understand uh, that um, uh, more about that aspect. So uh, it, it was it was a, a very um, a, a very horrific battle in many ways, and um, had these three interplanetary masters uh, not stop Satan, uh, we would not be speaking today because the plan that he had was to um, uh, easily control the minds of people in Russia, America, um, uh, China, and caused a nuclear war. He could have easily done that. And, and it, once he caused that nuclear war, and the people who died horribly, he would be he would have been able to control them uh, with his mind power. Now, just because Satan is now dead, does not mean that evil has been completely transmuted. Uh, there are still dark forces in these lower astral realms. There are still dark forces in on this physical realm that want to create uh, uh, murder and, and havoc. Uh, and, and again, it's all about control because in these realms, uh, in these lower realms, even even on even on this physical realm, it's not about money because some of these people behind the scenes have have trillions of dollars in backing backing themselves up. It's all about control, and the greatest the greatest um, lust for power is that lust for control of over another person. Uh, mm. That's that's the ultimate. Uh, you know, um, power that these people uh, want is this total control and domination of somebody lower than than themselves because they they have riches, they have material things. It doesn't ma matter to them. Uh, again, you know, we can refer to the Bible. It it is a battle for the souls of 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 the children of of planet Earth, and uh, right now we're right in the midst of it. It's an energy battle. It's um, it's uh, dark energy against white energy. Uh, it's it's white magician against black magician. Of course, when I refer to black and white, I don't mean any race in particular. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about the energy, the duality. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and that energy actually is the same energy. Uh, the dark energy is the same pranic energy as white energy. It's just the motive behind it, uh, that and the conditioning of the energy. And so, um, so it was an energy battle uh, in these lower astral realms in the end. And, and these uh, three masters prevailed and Satan was transmuted. So again, when I talked about that 15,000 splitting consciousness, so his consciousness was split in 15,000 pieces that will individually reincarnate back onto earth under t terrible, terrible uh, limitations, you know, according to uh, the, the the negative karma that uh, that uh, this monster accumulated over the centuries. Was there a particular event that took place uh, that we might be aware of uh, that that happened on the twenty fourth of February twenty uh, nineteen sixty nine? The thing is, nobody, most people, unless 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 you're advanced. And unless you could project into these lower realms, okay. uh, the, the majority, uh, or, or if you're even psychic and you're even aware of these realms, most people on this planet weren't even aware of this battle that occurred. And it happened under their noses. 
while everything was happening, this battle took place. So the only, um, what Dr. King said is the only way to learn about this. Uh, I mean, he, he gave the book, The Three Saviors, as a guideline. But he said that the only way that eventually that people on planet Earth will learn about this great battle is that in the future when they become advanced adepts themselves and they can project and read the, um, uh, the Akashic records of planet Earth, just like uh, a yogi master can read your aura, look at your aura and read, uh, and, read and see your past, present and future, uh, which has been, you know, approved over centuries with some of these great yogi masters, um, you know, and, and a yogi master is able to project from his body where they are, our planet has an aura and she has her, uh, the history, which can be uh, read in f fourth dimensional color. It's like, I would say, I would describe it maybe as a super, super computer people refer to it as the Akashic records. And he said, he said the truth of this operation called Operation Carmelite will not be fully understood by the masses until they reach that highest state of evolution and can actually see in detail uh, what took place. So yeah, nobody, you, me, you know, I was a kid when this happened, mm -hmm. but nobody on this planet was even aware that this uh, horrific uh, battle uh, was was taking place uh, that's that's our own fault because we're we've involved ourselves to the point where we we should really be adepts and masters and we're not and it's our own fault because we you know we, we've regressed ourselves uh, by our own inactions that have created uh, the position that we are in right now when we're not supposed to be on this planet suffering you know dr king said there was only there's only one reason that we're on this planet, and that's to raise our consciousness, raise the Kundalini to high levels in the psychic centers, and to have these deep states of peaceful ecstasy, nirvana, cosmic consciousness, consciousness, uh, eventually ascension, uh, break the cycle of rebirth. That's our heritage, not the not not the conditions that we've created on this planet. And again, I think these are critical times. I think it's important that this this battle between good and evil is revealed to the public. It, it probably hasn't been revealed before. Nobody's even heard of this battle. And so um, I, I guess I can represent, because my master has passed away, I can, I can be a representative of my master and reveal these truths to those who are willing to listen. We're talking with Wajid, and we're talking about the death of Satan. Uh, February 24th, uh, 1969, I was uh, eight years old at the time, so uh, obviously unaware of what was going on. I was more interested in uh, child, uh, child games and things uh, than anything else, and of course in school and all that good stuff. Uh, we're, we're talking about this because it is going to open up some areas that we haven't really discussed on this program much at all. And I'm thinking that we've reached a place where, and I'm with you as well as uh, Dr. George King about uh, being here to raise our consciousness. That's what we are all about here on tell me your story. Uh, as uh, I believe it was Einstein who said that you cannot solve uh, the problems that exist with the same consciousness that created them. We've got to raise our consciousness in that regard. And I've actually uh, come to the conclusion, and I would agree with Dr. King, that we're not here to suffer. Uh, 
We're not here to just survive. We're here to thrive. We've been given an opportunity, whether we created it or it was created for us, to live lives full of abundance. Yes, prosperity. Yes, joy and happiness. Peace and tranquility as well as uh, some thrills. Uh, We can, you know, believe it or not, you can still have thrills and chills, if you will, uh, while enjoying and thriving in the life that, that we've been given. But yeah, unfortunately, we're um, experiencing the suffering aspects uh, as as we are talking here. I want to ask you before we move on here. Uh, I made reference to the Creator in that uh, the Creator is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. And this is going back to, of course, the the philosophy that I am most familiar with, of course, the Christian philosophy, and the teachings. And uh, especially from the Old Testament. And I've come to this conclusion. Help me uh, if I am in error of this conclusion or, or what have you, or maybe I need to have my uh, uh, awareness of this conclusion uh, broadened. Lucifer was set up. It was a trap that because God knew exactly what was going on. He knew what was coming. He knew that he was going to have to create a sacrifice, and it was going to have to be, quote, unquote, his son, in spite of the fact that the son was still the father, the son, the Holy Ghost, the Trinity, that whole mystery. Um, And that even lays the groundwork to say, we've all been set up. It says in the Old Testament that the sins of the father are passed on to the sins of the son to seven generations. I think Adam is a few more than just seven generations from me. Ergo, I don't own, nor do I participate in the acceptance of original sin. So I'm curious, from your perspective, from the philosophy as Dr. King, Dr. George King has shared it, um, have, have, have we been set up by the creator? Has this all been just a, a, a play laying out. And then, of course, that opens that door again to whole issue of free will versus predestination. This was all preordained. There is a script and our lives really don't have meaning because et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, um, I'm, you know, I, I've met a lot of Catholics who are not Catholics anymore because they were raised with this punishing God mm-hmm. and the original sin. And they don't believe that anymore. And I don't blame them. Because if there, you know, uh, I don't believe there's anything as a punishing God. I, I believe we punish ourselves by our inactions. And we, you know, as the master Jesus said, as you sow, so shall you reap. Um, you know, even, even concepts of Dr. King said that, you know, that Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden, uh, he said, was, it's just a fairy story. It's a story that has a lot of truth behind it he you know um uh he obviously uh, they were referring to um something we discussed in uh, uh the last uh, episode that i was with you that we were at one time uh in 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 utopia in the garden of eden um on an actually on another planet in this solar system that orbited between um jupiter and mars known as maldek which we actually destroyed in uh, an atomic explosion where from 18 million years ago, where we were actually reincarnated onto, um, 
onto this planet. So if you if you regard original sin, I guess that would be our original sin, the fact that we blew up our home planet called Maldek, and we've probably had to pay karmic consequences for the murder of this planet. And again, if we talk about sin, let's talk about the rise afterwards of Lemuria that was destroyed in an atomic war and the rise and fall of Atlantis that was destroyed in an atomic war. Let's talk about World War One, World War Two, where millions and millions were murdered. Uh, let's talk about the atomic explosions that occurred in the 50s and 60s that, that again nearly wiped out civilization if it wasn't for any uh, intervention uh, from these um, uh, higher beings that actually absorbed a lot of this atomic fallout. So in regards to original sin, uh, we have created our own sins. And so um, we don't, we don't take on anybody's sin or anybody's karma. Uh, everything that we've, the, the situation that we're in is a res direct result of nobody else but ourselves. And when we die, uh, we have to answer to our higher self. We won't be in front of a cruel judge who will, who will judge us for our sins and our good deeds, but we will be judged by our, our own higher self and either impose limitations on our rebirth or, or, or have more, uh, uh, more, more opportunities to advance when we, when we reincarnate. Um, you talk about the fact that we're not, we're not here to suffer. Um, some of these cosmic beings that spoke through our, our master, he said, on, he said these civilizations on different high, on higher vibrations uh, in this solar system have lived in peace for millions of years and he said our heritage he said is um you know we sh we should be we should be in a, and right now if we if we did follow uh spiritual principles as laid down by the great masters he said we you know we should be on a planet where the, there should be ideal conditions of weather abundance food even old age is a terrestrial curse. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to have old age. There's, there's uh, planets where people live in the same body for up to twenty five thousand years, mm. and and he said there's no need to, for transportation. People can move around the planet by telekinesis. He says that's how that's our heritage, you know, complete harmony, and and on a positive note, I will say that uh, despite the conditions that are, that are occurring on the planet right now, it has been foreseen by the prophets of old and the prophets of new, like my yogi master, that there is going to be a new age that will, not might, that will occur on planet Earth in the centuries to come. And only those who uh, can tune in and raise their vibrations will be allowed uh, uh, by a karmic law to stay and and enjoy this new age mm. um, it's, it's not going to be it's not going to happen easily we all have to work hard spiritually uh, to be part of this new age and those who don't the dictators and the murderers they will all after death be taken to another planet in this solar system uh, to reincarnate and start their bloody history cycle that they created uh, on this planet so that's another uh, prophecy uh, that not might that will occur in the future. So I think it's a message of hope. It's a message of inspiration. And, and, and it's a call for action for everybody on this planet on a collective uh, 
Uh, we've always been told that we're a Jew or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Christian. We're not. We're all. We've always been told that we're American or Egyptian or Indian or English. We're not. You know, uh, the higher beings refer to us as the human race, as a collective. Um, we come as different uh, cultures, different races, even different genders uh, on and off this world so that, so that we learn these experiences, different experiences, till we reach a point where we can rise above and learn all the lessons that we need to learn. And, and you're right, Richard, we're not here to suffer. This is our own making. And so these are, these are very, I think they're wonderful times to be, to be on earth because I think, I think the power that we, that we can invoke and send out this healing power is, I think, is greater. And I believe this is also the end of these dark beings. And they know it's the end. So they're trying as much as possible to stay in power and create these uh, conditions like, like this uh, sudden uh, situation that's occurring between uh, Ukraine and Russia, which could actually lead to World War Three if people are not careful. And so I know people who are sending energy Peace, peace energy, healing energy to uh, rectify the situation. Um, I know Dr. King's organization, they have, they're sending out thousands of energies through spiritual energy radiators to appease the situation. And bombs and hatred, uh, weaponry has been tried over and over again. And the only, the only weaponry that has not been tried en masse in peace is uh, are our, our own spiritual weapons that we have, our psychic senses in the palms of our hand and our heart center and radiating this power to help transmute this um, mental pollution that we've created on planet Earth at this time. We're talking with uh, Wajid about uh, the death of Satan uh, here on Tell Me Your Story. And we are, uh, I am fascinated by this. I hope you are as well. Uh, These are not stories that are new to me. I can tell you that right now. Now, long before I ever heard of Dr. George King, uh, your guru, if you will, um, uh, I I have been introduced to to these these concepts, these ideas, the this philosophy, if you will, these stories that are not just stories. I'm sure uh, one of the, the the fascinating things I have found, not just about man, but more specifically about America uh, over the time that I've been here, this brief period on this planet, 61 years. Um. Americans can't seem to go very long. And I say this more to the government in reference to the government. The government cannot seem to go on for a very long period of time without having an enemy. Uh, I remember when the Cold War came to an end. I thought, well, this is good. You know, maybe this some good will come from this. Well, it didn't last very long because we no longer had the USSR, the commies uh, to have enemies. So what did we do? We made enemies of the Muslims, Uh, you know, and it didn't take more than a a few years. I I think it was 1993 uh, was one of the early uh, alleged attacks on America by the alleged extremists. Uh, You know, you've heard uh, the the phrase um, uh, red flag operations where things are, are generated by the group 
it's kind of like um, people have this idea about computers and viruses. Viruses are not created by hackers out there to dis- who are trying to disrupt and destroy. They're created by the manufacturers of the very software they want to sell you to solve the problem. There never was a problem until they came along. Now there is a problem. Oh, and I have the solution for it. And uh, I kind of feel the same way that our government and governments around the world, um, regardless of time period, I'm sure this has been going on for centuries, Wajid. If there isn't a problem, they'll create one so that they can be heroes and come up with the solution. Unfortunately, we end up having collateral damage, as it is called, hundreds and thousands, if not millions of dead human beings. And I think about the lost potential. It's just so sad. Anyway, uh, talk to us a little bit about that, if you can. Well, the thing that, you again, people need to understand is um, that the governments of the world are just pawns uh, of, the, of the black magicians who control uh, these governments, and it doesn't matter who rises in power; that the the, uh, the the you know the status quo continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, these endless wars continue. This suffering continues, um, putting putting people in financial debt. The, the cosmic beings that they said that the economic system of this world is a cancer in the heart of spiritual man. That's very profound because yes. it stops. Yes, it, it it does not allow. Our spiritual, you know, keeping people in debt, in debt slavery, uh, keeping people in slavery in work conditions. Uh, what time do you have to go within? What time do you have to go to to realize your spiritual uh, potential when you're constantly uh, dug, bogged down by um, um, uh, material, you know, uh, limitations? Um, Dr. King said there was, he said there's 13 faceless uh, uh, beings that control this planet. So I, I do believe there's a shadow government that controls through magic mm-hmm. uh, a, lot of, a lot of these. And these, all these wars and everything are specially designed. They, they, there's, nothing, there's nothing haphazard. Um, one of the cosmic beings that spoke through Dr. King said that they specially prepare their magic, uh, this dark black magic uh, so that these uh, these uh, conditions are created so that they can keep in power. And so, again, something that your listeners probably haven't even heard of. I never heard of this till I came into contact with my spiritual master. And so uh, these things are being revealed now that, uh, you know, uh, people people's intuitions this, the, the, because of this spiritual awakening, people's intuition is, uh, I was talking to this young man in Australia, in Melbourne the other day, and he was just blown away because part of him kind of, they said that the subconscious mind never forgets anything. Mm-hmm. So it remembers everything from billions of years ago, all our past lives. It's just that we don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But part of his, part of the subconscious, when they when people speak the truth, especially blatant truths like these, which, which have never been heard, part of the intuition of the subconscious pricks up and, and realizes that there's something there and it can't be explained. Mm. And so trying to prove or explain something is one thing, but when your intuition, which I, I, you know, I, I, I still believe is the greatest uh, lie detector ever created, when your intuition uh, 
realizes that there's something there. Um, and so this, because of this awakening, uh, all these, for, for the, the fact that Satan was killed and transmuted uh, opened up uh, an avenue of freedom, uh, mental and psychic freedom. Um, and the fact that uh, because of this great awakening right now, uh, this is these are the these are the end. These are the last days of the old order, and the old order was control of the masses by the dark forces uh, is being broken uh, thanks to uh, thanks to uh, these uh, in, interplanetary masters that came and suffered on our behalf mm. and did battle in these lower astral realms, and so slowly uh, mankind. These uh, bonds of mental and physical and emotional and psychic slavery are slowly being broken, and and we can break out from this. And the dark forces, uh, not might, but eventually will be transmuted, and they will be taken away, and this new age will come. So um, uh, people talk about in Christianity the end of days. The Mayan calendar ended in 2012 wasn't the end of the world it was the beginning of a new era for mankind mm. uh, so uh, I totally agree with you that uh, there are there, there is something more powerful be, be behind the governments that uh, that works in secrecy uh, we don't even know who these people are they hide themselves very very quickly but very easily and and they don't show themselves but the yeah I think every every government, uh, around the world is just a pawn uh, to these uh, uh, to these dark, uh, very very powerful beings. To me, it is a fascinating conversation we're having here with Wajid, who is also uh, um, a follower, if you will, if I'm using the right term here, Wajid of uh, Dr. Uh, George King, and the twelve blessings. We've spoken about the twelve blessings uh, uh, in previous programs as well. Uh, we, I want to talk a little bit about uh, something else that we haven't really delved into on this program, and that has to do with this whole aspect of <clears throat> intergalactic, I don't want to say interference, um, Maybe it's concern, maybe it's monitoring, whatever the case may be. And by the way, my comments earlier about us always having to have an enemy, a lot of people are getting tired of uh, having uh, uh, other human beings as enemies. So the government has basically started to acknowledge that, oh, yes, UFOs are real and they're dangerous. And my first thought is, uh, no, they're not dangerous because if they've traveled uh, through light years of time to get here, that means they have the technology. We don't stand a chance. If they were malevolent, uh, both you and I, Wajid, would not be having this conversation. Well, you know, my master was in contact with these higher beings that man these UFOs. Um, we can even we we don't even have to go outside of the solar system. Um, he wrote a book in the in the 50s called You Are Responsible, where he, he shared uh, experiences of visiting these advanced civilizations uh, on Mars and Venus. And, and he was laughed at when he talked about that there was life on Mars and Venus. And, and he said there's also advanced life on Jupiter, on Neptune, on Uranus. 
uh, and uh, except for Mercury, he says there's advanced civilizations on these planets. Now, uh, again, you know, he was laughed at and, 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 and ridiculed when he said that in the 50s. Uh, people are thinking differently now. Um, you know, quantum physics is, is, is proving, you know, based on their calculations of different uh, parallel universes, different dimensions that exist at the same time. And people are, are now aware that there's, there's other realms of existence on this planet. And of course, there's realm, other realms of existence on other planets. So when Dr. King projected to Mars and Venus, he met these advanced scientifically and spiritually spiritual beings on levels uh, which, we, which we're not even aware of, uh, level, levels four and five and six, which we, you know, unless again, we're advanced beings, we can't even project to those levels. That's why sometimes you see a UFO suddenly appearing and then disappearing. So they have the technology to come onto the physical realm and then dematerialize onto their realm. In regards to the fear aspect here, I think uh, fear is the biggest uh, weapon on this planet that is being used to control and keep the masses, uh, you know, under the divide and conquer rule. Um, the fear of UFOs is absolutely, uh, uh, you know, laughable. Uh, Dr. King asked these beings, he said, if you were to take over this planet, how soon would you do it? They said between 10 and 15 minutes, they could completely control this planet, everything on this mm -hmm. planet. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful and advanced they are. So there's nothing to fear from these people. I've had, I haven't had direct contact uh, with with them, but I did have an experience where uh, uh, I did have a direct experience with uh, a spacecraft from an, from another world out in the wilderness. And and for me, my you know the the feelings that I got even then I was eighteen years of old, uh, eighteen years at the time old, uh, was that these were very advanced beings, not only scientifically but also spiritually. And they, they, they seem to show an unconditional love for the whole race, which we don't have right now. There isn't this unconditional love for everybody here, mm -mm. but they're so advanced. And so uh, this fear aspect, yeah, is coming through. Um, again, uh, you know, I, I believe in, in, the, in the coming years, I'm not sure when, but it's been said that they will land openly uh, when the time is right. And uh, people have nothing to fear because they will uh, offer mankind uh, a way out. Uh, they won't fix the problems. Right. Uh, there, there was this, there's this one person somewhere in Europe who's saying that the intergalactic federation will openly land and fix everything. It, it, again, that makes nonsense because, uh, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not allowed by the law of karma to intervene until we have risen up to their level mm -hmm. they can't come down to our level so we on the collective have to take that responsibility of fixing it they will send the energy they will send the inspiration they will send the teachings they send interplanetary teachers like jesus and buddha and krishna who i believe weren't were not of this world uh, to teach mankind so they've been amongst us over the centuries they've never left us um and so um yeah, there's absolutely nothing to fear from from uh, from these uh, uh, extraterrestrial uh, beings at all.
Well, I will tell you that uh, if they were to land here, let's say on the mountain where I live, I would ask them to take me with them. <laughs> now, granted, I've got a lot of work to do here. Uh, and yes, they're not here to fix it, uh, but they certainly um, uh, are, are not uh, malevolent in that respect. And it's good to know that they are of a, a higher spiritual elk, if you will. Uh, and that's one of the things that we talk about. You mentioned before about our intuition, and we talk about that on this program all the time. We are encouraging people to participate in the campaign that we started in September of 2019 of um, participating in the, at that time, it was the upcoming year of perfect vision, the 2020s, the 2020, the year. And then following that, it was the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we asked them to go within. That's where you're going to get your perfect vision because you're going to get that information, that insight, that encouragement uh, in a place where you can just relax and, and, and be calm and peaceful and so forth. I used to wonder, uh, uh, Wajid, if I could find this this one place on the planet, somewhere on the planet where nobody else would go, where it would be quiet and peaceful and, and, and I could just get away from everybody. And then I came to the realization that if I could find it, then so could others. Uh, and it was then that it did dawn on me. Oh, there is a place where no one else but I can go. And that's within myself. I would like to talk a little bit about that, a little more about the aspect of our intuition. But I do want to remind you, our listeners and viewers, you are listening to Tell Me Your Story, new paradigms for a new world where we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on uh, Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., we're here for a special edition of Tell Me Your Story at 9 a.m., and you can hear those programs uh, as they are broadcast at richarddugan.com. There is a Listen Live link for you. The podcasts are also available to you. They contain the full interview because the radio broadcasts don't give you that opportunity. So you can listen to them on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations on the internet. And you can watch these interviews on YouTube. Tell me your story, Richard Dugan. That's the channel that you want to go to. And uh, you'll basically be looking for the guy with the black hat. I hope that you will subscribe to the podcasts or and or video casts. And also, um, we uh, would also encourage you that if you like what we're bringing you in terms of the information, we would love to have you support us financially if you can do so. We have a PayPal account. It is for your security as well as ours. But there's a link on the homepage of Tell Me Your Story of richarddugan.com. And uh, all you have to do is put in my email address as the person you're sending the contribution to. And that is Richard at richarddugan.com. That's Richard at richarddugan.com. Wajid, I want to get back to this issue of intuition. I've been doing this program for over 14 years. There have been programs where I have these thoughts in my mind of questions I want to ask. And sometimes, uh, well, I had one instance where the question came and I thought, no, 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 that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. 
And it was like it, it kept knocking at the door and pounding on the door. And finally, I, I told my guest, I says, look, I, I got to stop with the questions I'm asking because there's a question that I'm being prompted to ask you that it, at first glance doesn't seem to have anything to do with what we're talking about. And of course, it turned out that it did. How and why, from your perspective, in reference especially to this aspect of the 12 blessings and Dr. George King, is our intuition so vital, so important and imperative in one sense uh, that we, we start listening to and following the promptings? Well, again, it goes back to, you know, that we have a lower self and a, high, and a higher self. And, um, and, you know, we talk about the, the battle between good and evil. There's been a battle raging uh, on this planet for centuries uh, that the cosmic beings talked about between the lower self and the higher self. Mm. And so, you know, the, the, uh, our lower self uh, wants to stay in power. Uh, and, and wants us to remain uh, in, a, in a limited state. It, it's actually frightened of, of, of evolving. It's frightened of, of being transmuted. And so it, it tries to stay in, in power within us. Uh, and, uh, and the promptings of the higher self, I, I've, I me, you, and probably, uh, probably every listener has probably regretted many moves i know for myself personally speaking uh, that i made uh, that have caused a lot of suffering in, in my life and the suffering of others because i didn't listen um, i was kind of um, you know i was going with blinders on and just you know my way or the highway and just being very stubborn and obstinate in many aspects of my life that caused me a lot of su un unnecessary suffering where i should have Listen not only to my intuition, um, also listen to beings with more experience than I have. And I, and I was young and I was idiotic, but we all make mistakes. Who, who doesn't? Hmm. And so long, so long as we learn from these uh, mistakes, uh, it's, uh, it's important that, you know, as we grow older, that we, we, we gen generally become more gentle, more calmer as we grow older and become a little bit more wiser. And then we... Um, there's some aspects of my life I wish I, you know, I wish I could have re replayed again because of my mental condition now, because of my experiences. So, so all the good and bad experiences are all essential. And so uh, there's no point in kicking ourselves and blaming ourselves for the past. We just have to stay in the present and open ourselves up to these higher inspirations. Um, there was one thing I did want to bring up, Richard, in regards mm -hmm. to UF, UFOs as well that I, that just came to, just came through to me, um, <laughs> was, was that uh, also, you know, your listeners need to understand that in this galaxy, there are uh, very uh, evil uh, alien forces as well. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, it's not, they're not all benign, uh, individuals, I, I believe that the um, based on Dr. King's information, that the that the advanced beings in the solar system have a kind of uh, 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 have been protecting us uh, from. Uh, he 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 referred to some instances where we this planet was actually attacked uh, by uh, uh, evil alien forces and were repelled. So um, uh, you know we talk about good and evil on this planet there's also good and evil in the in the galaxy and so again we're very blessed 
to have um, these beings that, that look after us, that protect us, uh, should, you know, um, he, he, he referred to um, some of the technology that they have, you know, just like he said, one particular spacecraft could completely destroy this planet. Uh, they they could cut the planet in half with a with a with a high definition laser beam that's so advanced. I mean that's the kind of power that the uh, that the cosmic beings have and the alien forces have. And so uh, we you know they refer to our nuclear weapons as as harmless as toothpicks. So this is the kind of power uh, struggles that they've they have had against uh, evil forces. Now and coming back to Satan as well mm-hmm. um it was it was foreseen now this is this just really blows my mind but it was it was foreseen centuries ago centuries ago uh that the that that, that these higher beings on the other on, on the advanced planets especially on on saturn which is concerned considered the most advanced spiritual planet on the higher um uh, mental realms in the solar system but some of these advanced beings saw the fall of mankind by satan centuries ago hmm. and 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 it was it was they that asked these uh, three interplanetary beings to regress themselves and to be reborn on on this planet as as humanoids in order that they adva- they were so advanced that they, they were the only uh, be, well, plus there was other beings as well that helped them, but they were they were specially trained to deal with uh, evil demonic forces. While we on Earth were like helpless children, we had no idea what was happening. And and what Dr. King said that he said if Satan would have taken over, he said you know he could have controlled every uh, the minds of every man, woman, and child on this planet and have, would have had control, total uh, mental control over us and that's what we were saved from tyranny and and this and and, and again the, this shows the compassion of these higher beings that foresaw this centuries you know you talk about being psychic and you know and and maybe see, maybe predict the future or you know um, of somebody you know in 10 or 20 years mm-hmm. these people saw centuries ago uh the fall of man and and in their compassion uh they they introduced these beings uh, to transmute satan so again how 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 dare anybody call these beings um evil or or have any fear of them it's it just doesn't make sense whatsoever so again coming back to intuition your question about intuition um yeah are we you know, I, I remember I was driving in London once and I was about to pull out of this intersection and this voice inside me said, brake. And I pressed the brake. And as I pressed this brake, this big truck went right whizzing past me. Now, if I hadn't pressed my brake and come out, uh, I would have been killed. And so, mm-hmm. you know, on top of intuition, I also believe we have spirit guides Mm-hmm. Uh, that watch over us and and are concerned about us. So not only that, we have to again open ourselves up, uh, open our mind uh, to to these um, uh, into these feelings that uh, that that still small voice that can tell between what's right and what's wrong. 
I want to ask you from uh, the perspective of our conversation here, why? Why are these intergalactic beings or the other realms uh, there? Why are they protecting us? Why are they helping us? Why are they? Who are we that they are doing this? What is our significance in the universe, uh, regardless of realm, regardless of material or spiritual realm? Um, you know, uh, you refer to, uh, um, you know, uh, some of the teachings in the 12 blessings, which came uh, through Dr. King from, no, no, you know, from the master Jesus himself mm -hmm. uh, while he was in a deep, somatic trance and um you know um what these beings realize is something that we haven't realized yet that we are we are divine beings that we are at one time we were gods and we regressed ourselves and you know dictators and politicians and generals Generally, when they're in power, they don't want anybody to rise above them. They want to keep that control. Mm -hmm. Now, with these cosmic beings, they recognize that we have that spark of divinity just like they have. And so, you know, it's an unconditional love that, again, is alien to us. <laughs> That's probably why they are alien, because they, they love mankind with a kind of love that we don't have towards ourselves because they recognize that we have this potential uh, to rise and become adepts and masters. And so they want, they want us to join them in the cosmos. So they, they realize again, that we don't, that we, that, that we as this like in, insignificant microbe on earth called man is part of the cosmos, just as part of the solar system of the cosmos as they are. And so it's their they look at it as their responsibility uh, to raise uh, these, uh, you know, these, these uh, microscopic motes of, you know, semi-consciousness, which we are, because they, you know, they're, they're like, they're thousands of, if not millions of lives advanced. But they see that potential within every, even the, even, they say even the, even the dark forces have that potential. Mm -hmm. And so um, nobody, the, the door is never closed and you can be the worst of the worst. And, and even they, they even said that in these days of service, they can send beams to a mass murderer who's actually doing work, who's, who's actually doing something good. Um, so nobody is left behind. There, you know, uh, they do more work in the lower astral realms than they do even on the physical realm, because um, you know, if you murder somebody on this planet, you know, you bring the whole race down just that little bit more. Or, or if you heal somebody, you raise that race just a little bit more. And so we're all part of the collective. We're part of the solar system. We're all one life, you know. Uh, the rocks, the trees, the weather, the, the wind, us, uh, the solar system, the galactic system, it's all one. And they, they have a greater realization of that oneness than, what we, than we do. And so, again, I think you referred to, you know, going to a place. 
today, um, it's very important uh, to go to that place and that place is within, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. King talked about two Buddhas of this world. In the old days, it was the Buddha who, who detached himself from mankind and went in who was looked upon as greatness because he, he or she was able to rise their consciousness away from mankind, maybe in a monastery or a cave, and, uh, be, and become advanced. The call of action today is a service in the middle of mankind, in the middle of civilization, uh, sending out the power, but at the same time, spending time also going within uh, instead of you know looking down at our iPhones of the gloom and doom, um, maybe spend time in nature, go to the ocean, uh, climb some mountains, uh, people, you know, and look up into the skies uh, uh, and realize that we, you know, we are this tiny speck of, of the universe and we, we, we are all one. So I 100% agree that not only do we have to send out the power, um, in my case, I do through the 12 blessings, um, which again, you talk about white and black magic, uh, that the 12 blessings itself is a wonderful white, ma- uh, white magic ritual of sending out power to various uh, focal uh, points uh, of these blessings. And if people want to join us, uh, we have a 12 blessings online service pretty much every day. We have people from 30, 40 different uh, countries joining us for this uh, wonderful ritual. And it's free. And if people want to go, you can just go to 12blessings.org. So another, another way of sending out the light. So, mm-hmm. so a balance between going in and going without. A lot of this stuff right now, it's all about going in, sitting in, sitting in a, you know, in a, in, sitting by the ocean in Hawaii or Malibu and feeling good. You know, there's, there's a little bit too much of that over the top and being kind of selfish. But the, uh, it's a case of a balance of staying unselfish, staying within mankind, but at the same time going within and finding some peace and serenity in the madness. Mm. Are there other beings such as human beings elsewhere in the galaxy, let alone the universe, that are going through what we are going through and receiving the same kind of, we'll call it support uh, intergalactically? A uh, great question, because um, uh, our Earth is not only one planet that's, uh, that, that's involved in many ways. Uh, there are other planets in the galaxy that are also uh, are at a lower evolutionary scale than we are. Uh, there are other humanoids in other parts of the galaxy uh, that are going through probably similar experiences than we are, although we are considered um, by these beings as a very... Uh, a backward barbaric race, which we are mm-hmm. a very savage race. Uh, but there was a there was one uh, message transmission that Dr. King received that, that gave gave us a, gl- a glimmer of hope. He said there was a particular planet in the galaxy that was going through a similar uh, trial that we on Earth are going through right now, and they they open themselves up to the, to the energies uh, because these beings, uh, again, truth is 
greater than fiction, but it, with, on their advanced uh, radionic computerized systems, they have a complete dossier. Of, they, have a, they have a vibrational sequence of every man, woman, child, rock, plant, fish, animal on this planet. They have a complete, um, they can tune, just like we can tune online, they, we're, we're all online uh, with them. Now, there's nothing to fear about that because all we have to do is think telepathically uh, to, uh, to them or reach out to them or to the cosmos and energies will be sent down to us. Now, re in reference to this other planet in the, in the galaxy, uh, they were approached like we were uh, approached on Earth and they listened to these promptings. They, they, opened, them, they opened their hearts and their minds uh, to these energies and they said within 50 years, the whole planet completely transformed. So uh, we on a collective, if we open ourselves up uh, to the higher vibrations, uh, we can uh, probably overnight, that's a pipe dream because people are not ready yet, but slowly mm -hmm. people are, but we can change these conditions. So that to me was a, was a wonderful uh, uh, story of hope and inspiration when I heard that particular transmission. And then there's the concept of privacy. And I learned this, believe it or not, while I was working at the Christian radio station, and I pondered and pondered and pondered this. This was long before the internet. And a lot of people back then were still concerned, obviously, about their privacy, keeping certain things secret, you know, whether it's a second life, they've got a secret life that they're living or bank account or whatever it is. Um, or certain events that happened in their past that they don't want people to know about. And I came to the conclusion, going back to the creator, being omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, that the creator already knows everything about me, everything, every, down to the subatomic level. And so I thought, using today's numbers, what difference would it make if 8 billion other people knew and most of them don't care because they're too busy just surviving? And some would say, well, yeah, but Richard, somebody who is, you know, who wants to do you harm, wants to steal your life and your identity and all of that stuff. And it's like, well, wait a minute. They can't steal my identity. You are looking at Richard Dugan. I am looking at. Wajid, okay? Uh, no one has stolen that, which is truly me, my essence. Uh, so um, all the other stuff is just, it's just kind of uh, materialized or materialistic information, whether it's about my bank account, about my health, uh, and so forth and so on, or even about my past history. That's all in this realm, this material world. Uh, none of this matters, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the spirit world, in the other realms, it's, it's irrelevant. And that's why I often say, uh, I'm not saying that life, liberty, uh, and the pursuit of happiness, uh, th these, these inalienable rights are wrong or bad. I'm saying they're irrelevant when it comes to our spiritual life i even our inner life am i am i am i wrong 
Well, I mean, unfortunately, these days, there, you know, uh, a lot of our privacy is being slowly melted away. I mean, they say even our iPhones listening, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, um, which I think is not a good thing. Uh, I think we're, we should have our own privacy in regards to bank accounts or whatever. But uh, I think more, more and more of that is being taken away. I think it's going to get bad before it gets, it can, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. I think it'll reach a, a stage where people will just eventually say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And the law will also act where, you know, it doesn't matter how powerful uh, anybody is on this planet or Dr. King says on any other planet. Um, but when, when the Lords of Karma declare that this, this person or that person must be transmuted and changed, there's not a power in the galaxy that can stop that. And so uh, no matter how powerful these beings are, uh, they, they, they can't stop that. In regards to privacy, um, again, on, on a higher, on a higher level, um, you know, they say that, you know, the, 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 the God or the higher beings know even when a bird falls from the sky. Um, so, you know, again, this is something beyond our comprehension that they can tune in to every life stream on this planet and know. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. King says we've never been left alone. Mm-hmm. Never in our spiritual journey, never, ever, no matter how far we regress. And so uh, these beings, again, are so advanced that they they know they know every yeah all our all our uh, you know they can pick up all our thoughts um, they can pick up all our they know all our motives everything is known about us um, but that that is nothing to fear mm-hmm. uh, because you know uh, because they they're 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 highly evolved spiritual beings so they don't judge and so because they because we are. They, they know all our feelings and all our thoughts. Um, you know, when we reach out to them on a spiritual level, uh, they will send that power to us. And so that's probably the main reason why um, we are online with them. Uh, it's not so much, again, of control, but right. the fact is that they, you know, if we want to rise, they will send us the power. So they don't have any, they don't interfere with us. If they did, they would, like I said, they could, totally control us mm-hmm. uh, well, they now, don't do that and at the same time if they are highly evolved spiritual beings and we uh, um, you know depending upon how you look at it are spiritual beings i don't know where we are on the spectrum of a scale of one to ten maybe one maybe two but we're all if we are all spiritual beings regardless of evolutionary level then we're all connected which means that whatever information there is, we all have access to. But as you, I think, very well put of those others, it's not about having that information for the purposes of judgment or control. Uh, It seems to me it is for the purposes of awareness. Ah, I see why they are doing what they're doing because of what happened back there, da-da-da-da-da and so forth and let's i we cannot step in and stop them from doing what they're doing but what we can do is we can be there with them and maybe encourage them inspire them to maybe make a different choice but it will still be their choice 
so that that gives me a great deal of hope from that standpoint that uh, you know, a lot of there are those on this planet who say nobody has my back. Nobody cares about me, you know, because of their circumstances, economic or uh, social, whatever the case might be. And I, I have to say that victimhood is one of those things that generates the fear that we seem to revisit. I thought back in the 80s here in the United States, when we went through that phase where we blamed our parents uh, and our, our elders for why we are the way we are, uh, then we uh, moved into understanding what codependency is. Then uh, I came up with uh, a one term uh, to describe the form, uh, I'll just say form of government or social structure that every cell in our bodies functions under. And it's not democracy. It's not a republic. It's not communism or socialism. It's interdependentism. And we as human beings, we need to get there to learn about interdependentism. Does Dr. King talk about that concept or something similar to that in terms of sort of um, using the analogy that we're walking up, we're all climbing this ladder and there's someone above us and there's someone below us. And the person above is reaching their hand down to help us up as we are reaching our hand to help the person below us. Well, yeah, I mean, uh he, he said we are our brother's keeper whether we like it or not he didn't like it you know <laughs> i don't i don't i don't like it uh but but that it, the truth stands truth is mm -hmm. and we're, we're just a responsible uh it was just responsible to towards the terrorist and closer to the terrorist as we are to our own family which again is a concept which until we evolve uh, down the road that we won't un totally understand uh, that, um, yeah, that the, the, the people we hate the most are the ones that are closest to us. Yeah, Again, a very, a very foreign uh, way of thinking. But, um, uh, you know, we, we, we can't rise in these days without, without helping somebody else, uh, helping somebody else to rise. And, and that's a call of action. It's not about us anymore. Uh, the only way to evolve in these days in the age of Aquarius is to help another person evolve as well. So we have this responsibility, not only to the people of the planet right now, but also to leave a legacy for the younger generation so that they can live on a planet that's not going into regression over the threat of war, nuclear warheads over, the, over themselves. Um we are we are interconnected. All of us have this uh, inner potential uh, that has not been realized. Some realized it quicker than others. We all initially they said we all scientists talk about the Big Bang where the universe expanded. Um, the yogis talk about the outbreath of God, which is I like better than the Big Bang theory, where <laughs> where the absolute for some reason not known to us, involved itself into billions and billions of different uh, uh, pieces of consciousness. And we're just all evolving back to that one source. Mm -hmm. um, and so just that realization um, has already 
makes us evolve just having that realization that we are all connected to the one mm. um so um you know those forces that again coming back to the devil coming back to the forces of darkness they want us to apparently believe that we're superior to other races that we're superior to other religions that we're superior you know and it's all a big lie it's a big lie it's a fallacy uh there is no race that's superior to another race uh we're all one uh and you know if you think that you're superior to one particular race you may come back <laughs> and become that race that you were thought you were superior to just to teach not to punish you mm-hmm. just to teach you yeah. and it comes back to again uh the truth about reincarnation which the the high beings are saying that needs to be reintroduced um interesting enough that uh some christian scholars have come up based on their research that uh reincarnation was actually taught 700 years ago mm-hmm. in the christian religion was deliberately taken out with this uh ridiculous one life to live so that they could control the masses but if the truth of reincarnation was introduced people first of all would understand the so-called so-called inequalities of man why somebody's born rich somebody born poor somebody's born with cancer another person there's a high iq somebody can play the piano at the age of 3 all these are there's no such thing as a innocent child we all come with baggage from our past lives that's why we're here in order to learn more and so one thing that would instantly probably occur is that people would be very careful going to war knowing uh, that they they could actually murder somebody who could have been their mother or father or brother or sister in a past life so this mm. this truth mm-hmm. this universal truth whether we be- like it or not whether we believe it or not reincarnation is a fact um people can do their own research there's so much evidence for reincarnation and that truth um the cosmic beings have actually said that those who suppress that information will be replaced uh mm. by new th- by new thinkers by new age thinkers who will actually replace these people because uh you can only hold a lie for a while till it's all, all you know it's till till it's till it's exposed and so you can only control the people for a certain period of time till you're exposed by the law of karma so well i tell you it's it, it, there's uh, in this program that we have been talking here there is a lot to think about. Wajid, I have uh, a a final question in the context of our our conversation here. I wanted to ask you uh and I want to ask it uh very respectfully. Your name Abdul Wajid Hussein Khan makes me think that the philosophy that you grew up with was somewhere in the Middle East. Well, uh I was born in Pakistan and uh when we moved to england i was raised as a muslim um uh and at the same i went to i went to uh, to the mosque did the read the quran did the arabic prayers um at the same time i also uh went to uh during the day went to church of england schools where i studied the bible <laughs> uh sang hymns and, and had christmas carols and i loved both aspects of islam and christianity and again you know coming back to past lives 
Um, it was at the age of 16, I read autobiography of a yogi by Brahmahansa Yogananda. And all these thoughts came flooding into my mind, uh, just, just inspiration after inspiration. Mm. And this knowledge that I, I know these things that had occurred in India. So, um, so there's an aspect to me that there was a Muslim and a Christian in this life and uh, uh, um, uh, definitely a yogi in a past life. And it was these um, uh, higher inspirations that I remembered when I uh, met my master, that, I re that realization dawned that uh, indeed he was a, a, a yogi master of the high caliber because my intuition told me that he was a great person mm -hmm. and uh, I've been following him for over 40, year, 40 plus years. And so I encompassed um, uh, many aspects uh, of my life that uh, have made me the person that I am. And again, uh, in, in regards to, to religion, uh, I'm, I can sit just as comfortably and I have done in a synagogue in a Hindu temple as I have in a church and a mosque and and uh, we should realize that these are all uh, just uh, different, different. They were the same teachings given in different cultures, different times, uh, but, 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 you know, say the same things. And so um, again, we, we don't need to return to dogma. Uh, we need to return to the spiritual laws. And I think we discussed that last time about thou shalt not kill and be good to your neighbor, you know, basic things, you know? Yep. Yep. Well, Wajid, I want to thank you so much for giving us so much time here on the program to talk about this. We started out, of course, talking about how Satan is dead. Hear ye, hear ye, Satan is dead. And I'm glad to hear it. Although uh, I haven't believed in that uh, character for, for many, many years. And it has actually made my life better for it. Uh, it didn't make any sense in the first place because what it did was it turned the creator into an extortionist. And I don't believe that the creator is an extortionist. And uh, so I thank you so much for sharing your perspective and that uh, of your uh, master, uh, Dr. Uh, George King here on the program and in light of the 12 blessings, 12blessings.org. So uh, really do appreciate it. Yeah, and if they need, if they want to go to Amazon and get the three saviors are here, uh, it goes into more technical details of Operation Common Light and the transmutation of Satan. Uh, again, a book they will never, they will never ever read anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And also, if they want more information on myself, they can go to my website, which is uh, Wajid Author W A J I D A U T H O R dot com. Well, Wajid. Uh, if I can, if I can get this to show up on the screen and it doesn't look like it's going to, uh, I actually have my copy here of the 12 blessings. Oh, wonderful. Um, uh, it's not showing up on the screen, which is really strange. I don't know why that is. I don't have a green screen, but apparently zoom is doing it, but it's the 12 blessings. Uh, it is the uh, cosmic concept, uh, as given by the master Jesus. And it's a hard it's a hard cover and uh, it's kind of nice to have 
uh, and I'm going to spend some time uh, going through those 12 blessings again and again and again. I think that uh, uh, we could learn a lot. And uh, again, we've learned a lot here on this program, and I really do appreciate the time you've given us. I do want to say to you, our listeners and viewers, that I thank you for listening to and viewing Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. As we are looking for those new ways of living, all you have to do is look around you. The old ways just aren't working. So let's try something different. What's it going to hurt? I mean, you know, maybe we'll just, you know, eliminate some suffering along the way. Wouldn't that be nice? We also uh, want to let you know that we're here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. and 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. The podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, as well as Amazon Music. And we are on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. I hope you will. We'll be linked to uh, Wajid's guest uh, website as well. And that website, once again, is wajidauthor.com. Yeah. All right, wajidauthor.com, just as we are linked on our previous get-togethers with Wajid. And I guarantee you, folks, we're going to have him back again to talk more about some of the uh, interesting insights into uh, who and what we really are as spiritual beings. I look forward to those opportunities. I hope that you'll also take time to participate in the Decade of Perfect Vision, the 2020, spending that time going within, listening to your intuition, that still small voice, and just being. You want to be perfect? You really want to be perfect? Then just be. It says in the uh, New Testament, ye, be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Well, the Creator was neither good nor bad, right nor wrong, white or black. And in the Old Testament, it talks about being still and knowing that I am God. Be still and just be and you'll be perfect. You're perfect now. I'm perfect. Wajid is perfect right now. And I hope that um, uh, you'll take time to do that, as well as participate in supporting the work that we are doing. If this resonates with you and you'd like to support us financially, we have a PayPal account for your, for your security as well as ours. And uh, when you go to give, uh, they'll ask you for an email address to whom to send the gift. And uh, that gift goes to Richard at richarddugan.com that goes to support the work that we're doing here on Tell Me Your Story. And yes, I am known as Reverend Dr. D or Reverend Dr. Richard Dugan, whichever case you uh, would like. Uh, I am a reverend through the Universal uh, Life Church, as well as uh, Dr. D. I'm your audio physician, but that's uh, for another subject for another time. Uh, Wajid, I thank you once again, and I would love to ask you our three final questions. Uh, it's what I refer to as now our lightning round of our game show. Tell me your story. Uh, the first question is, and I'm going to keep it simple here, okay? Who is Wajid? I'm a servant of God, a follower of my yogi master, Dr. George King. And um, even though I'm perfect as a spark of God, I have a lot of imperfections, which I'm trying to correct. So I'm just, I'm just a, a run-of-the-mill guy like everybody else. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? A greater realization, uh, inspiration and a call of action for people to send out spiritual energy to the world. And finally, what is your 
life's purpose? Uh, again, is to leave some kind of legacy for the younger generation that I did come on board and did something that made a difference on the planet, no matter I, how small. Again, I thank you so much for giving us so much time. I think we've been speaking here for an hour and a half, and uh, this has been wonderful. And I certainly hope people will listen to this all the way to the end. If you're listening to the radio version, you're going to need to go to the podcast or video cast. I hope that you'll do that. And I hope that you will join us again for our next broadcast podcast video cast. And until then, love to love.